1: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. FM 104's Room
2: 104
1: podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon.
2: 87 is the number you can get in touch with myself or Saoirse at any moment during the show joining us now live on the line and we're here to I suppose celebrate a huge milestone for his podcast podcast? not a podcast <laughs> I mean Charlotte That's it's me. definitely not a podcast <laughs> <laughs> is it? I'd
1: like to know what a podcast is
2: uh, yeah, I think um, we've um, just uh, created a new niche for you Saoirse That's you can rude. have a, a podcast yeah there you
0: go Charlotte I don't know if you've ever <laughs> heard me talking about my cat on FM 104 but I do that quite often so a podcast could work so listen Market, big
2: market. <laughs> Huge market. So I'm glad no, no, we've... Uh, oh. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad we've, we're all here celebrating the podcast li- launch as well, which is very, very exciting. <laughs> but also, we have to obviously mark this occasion, because Charlotte, I don't know if you ever thought you'd get to this moment, but an Irishman abroad, everyone I know listens to what I listen to. It's always in the top of the Irish podcast charts and all over the world as well. But 300 episodes, that's not a bad, uh, not a bad innings, as they say.
1: I know it's a mad mark to reach because you know you never really think. I don't think I've ever done three hundred of anything. <laughs> well, <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, and just to reach that mark is really, really strange. And it was great to mark it with a, a kind of gala episode in London last Saturday night with and B and Angela Scanlon, Laura Whitmore, and all our other guests. So we had a bit of a bit of a party to mark it. And I guess we're now going into a new phase with it and this kind of coming home uh,
2: competition that I've launched is part of that I saw, yeah, you had, wow, six guests on on Sunday Ashley Bay is has done phenomenally well over yeah. the last few years I think like in, it must have been maybe a little bit more than four years ago, I saw her doing stand-up in the halfpenny. Did you? Uh, yeah, yeah, and we, yeah. we were chatting before and afterwards and then literally might have been a year or two later it was like, oh, there she is, live at the Apollo or, yeah. uh, you know what I mean, on all the TV shows Insane, like, Same how on. she's exploding in the last while
1: Scanning. She, yeah, she's also an incredibly hard worker and people don't people never see that because I guess with stand-up it's it's that's the whole thing It never show the strength and never make it look like it's an effort but Ashton really uh, is a natural but it also works extremely extremely hard. I don't know anybody that works as hard as her. And she's been, she speaks exclusively on episode 300 about this new Channel 4 sitcom that she's just written with uh, Sharon Horgan's production company uh, called This Way Up. And that's starting in July, as far as I know. But she gave us an incredible insight into, you know, this kind of resurgence of women in comedy uh, following on from Fleabag, which is kind of the toast of the industry across the world. Uh, her series, who knows how big that could be? If it's going to be as good as uh, her stand-up, who who knows?
2: I mean, yeah, she she's done stupid, stupidly well. And you had, yeah, I think you'd Brezian as well, and Laura Whitmore as well, and, and a few others for the three hundred episode. I mean, it's a pr- a lot of content going on there.
1: <laughs> yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot of uh, characters to wrangle because each one of those <laughs> I've done more than fifty-five minutes of chat with. So, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a pretty crazy episode. People can get it now wherever they get their podcast. But, yeah, onwards with
2: another 300. Yeah, God, listen, if you want to be really lazy now, Jared, what you could do is for a 301, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6 is just chop down their individual bits and take the next six weeks off and go traveling. And then you have the exclusive. Uh, well,
1: <laughs> now that you say it, uh, I'm, I'm in Dublin at the moment, uh, promoting some other bits and pieces to connect with the podcast on CurrencyFair.com, our sponsor. And last night I interviewed uh, Emer McLyson and Sarah Green, the creators of the brilliant Ashland yeah. Books. And uh, that's this week's episode. And I tell you, it's one of the funniest chats I've had on this show in a long time. You know when you laugh so much and your face hurts yeah. Yeah. at the end of it? That's what I left the room with. And I don't know. Are you a fan of the Ashling books yourself, Because I feel like they should be compulsory reading for all Irish men. I I,
2: I haven't the read Irish them, but no. I do use Aisling the term Aisling. all the time. You know, you're being a bit of an Ashling now. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah.
1: So it's definitely
2: in the psyche. It's definitely in the Irish psyche. The term, you know, being an Ashling. Yeah. You know, don't be such a complete Ashling. Yeah. It's definitely there. All
1: down to two girls. And you know, like it did they actually coined it. A phrase and a phenomenon. And now that is going to be made into a movie with the production company that made Room, uh, what Richard did, and the Oscar nominated The Favourite. Oh, you serious? That's amazing. Yes. Wow. Well. Elvin Richard is making the new Aisling movie and the two girls at the moment. Selecting a director and uh, working on the script. It's nuts.
0: That's amazing. That was very cool. Jeez. So you've actually come a pretty long way, to be honest, If you, if you look back. Um, where did you start off? Can I ask? Well,
1: uh, I started off in Kildare, uh, where uh, I was born on the curra on the windy train <laughs> Oh, I went
0: out with a guy Cozair. that lived there.
1: Maybe it was Was jar- it Charlie? No, it wasn't. I wouldn't remember uh, your lucky name. The only guy there. Most of them No, uh, I, I guess that was where it all started for me, and then I kind of. Uh, went to UCD and start, kind of discovered stand-up there through Ardle Island and came out to visit uh, and do a speech. And he saw me give a speech and kind of encouraged me to get into it and go for it. One thing led to another. And by uh, the time I was in an office job, I realized I don't want to do anything other than this. So stand-up is where, uh, you know, my heart lies and what brought me to London. And when I got over there, I realized this is pretty terrifying I'd imagine it's terrifying for everybody else why don't I talk to people that have done it before uh, so I rang Graham Linnan and the rest is history I mean, each, each week, we put out an episode every single week, 4-6 years without missing a single one I kind of fight myself when I think about it <laughs>
2: six years didn't realise it was that long obviously you do the maths you put uh, the 52 yeah. into 300 and, <laughs> and six this. years ago it
0: was it wasn't common
2: <laughs> no actually yeah, true it definitely wasn't as big as as it was now like especially over here it, it's exploded I'd say podcast wise in the last year or two yeah it's yeah, gotten I really big
1: about it. you tell me about it I used to ring people and go would you like to do my podcast and they go oh, I've never done a podcast that would be nice and <laughs> so uh, yeah uh, let's do it now I mean you're battling it out with Everyone from Scroopius Pip to uh, uh, you know every Guardian podcast. Peter Crouch is involved. When you know Peter Crouch has got his own podcast, you know the medium has taken off. Uh, so yeah, there is a bit of a tougher battleground out there. But thankfully, we planted our flag early, and there's lots of uh, lots of big ones on the way, including Paloma Faith, which I was, love her. that'll be cool. Lo- everyone loves her. Yeah,
0: <laughs> she's so interesting. Every yeah. interview I see, I'm just Such like a good
1: talker as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: So,
0: sorry, sorry.
2: sorry, I was just going to ask you. You've obviously done 300, and I'm not going to ask you what maybe your favourite one was, but what one would have been, or what person that you spoke to, would have had the most impact on you after you got up and left doing the interview with them?
1: Oh, there's a good question. Um, Enda McNaughty is someone who's worked as the kind of team psychologist for the Irish rugby team and various other different Irish businesses. And I think from the perspective of adjusting my mindset, uh, and kind of taking you out of that Irish place of ostrich. Jesus, why would you ask me? I wouldn't know anything about that. Ah, look, I'm not not going to try that hard for that. He just lifts you from that. If you've ever seen him speak, you understand that like, he he kind of removes that notion from your mind that ambition is a dirty word and kind of raised my standards across the board. And you can really see it across the episodes. Since the end of McNulty episode, everything's taken a step up and uh, yeah, that would be one. Uh, another one, probably the Dylan Moran episode is a very special one for me, too, because that was tricky. And Dylan, you know, not, not a super fan of doing interviews. <laughs> so I had to, uh, he made me work for it. And I guess that kind of taught me not to go into any interview with a preconception of what's going to happen. Right, and yeah. You guys know better than anybody. And the whole trick of the thing is to listen to what people are saying, if you don't listen, kind of, you're not involved in a conversation at all.
2: Some, some, of the, some of the times, though, when you listen and they're not saying anything, you're just listening <laughs> to dead air and you're like, oh, God, how do we save this? Yeah. We are meant to be filling yeah, six but, minutes live on air.
1: <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. And honestly, I don't know how you guys do what you do, because the luxury of the podcast is obviously I get to edit it out if it's not something that, you know, is going to work. But also just that luxury of time. That if somebody does say something that's a bit of a deflector, you can go, "Yeah, but what do you what do you really mean there? I mean, why are you saying that, and why are you being truthful with me when you say that?" And I don't, I don't know if there is a medium like podcast that allows you to do that uh, other than podcast. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably why I love listening to people like Marin and. Uh, I don't know my favourite podcast is uh, Fresh Air from NPR with Terry Gross. To me, she's the she's the true interview guru. To me,
2: I've never heard that one now, but I know what you're saying about the format, right? Because well, well, if you went into, let's say, RPD and was like, "Listen, I have an idea for a show," he's like, "What is it?" Well, it's a seven-hour show that just. Is me talking <laughs> about history, really obscure parts of the European and, and American history, and I think it's going to do really well. You'd be sacked on the spot. Oh
1: yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, but this is the thing. Wouldn't you agree that our uh, us as a viewing public, we either want the shortest or the longest thing possible. We mm-hmm. want a UFC knockout, uh, a, a meme or a gif mm-hmm. that is going to give us a laugh instantly, or the longest thing possible, whether it's a Game of Thrones deep dive box that evening, or uh, just an epic journey of uh, a serial or making a murderer. Yeah, it's one or the other. And podcasts certainly allow you that level of detail and in-depth analysis that you simply couldn't do, on, unfortunately, on FM one hundred four because you need you need that.
2: No, no, no. Charlotte, hour, Charlotte, right? Charlotte, Charlotte. We're going for six more hours. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go late into God. the night. <laughs> Whoever's on after us, we're like lads. You can take the breakfast show off yeah, tomorrow. Uh, we'll still be here <laughs> gruelling it away. But, um, and but-
0: how, how has it changed, kind of podcasting? I guess from the start to right now, because you've been in the game longer well, than most people.
1: Well, I guess it's competitive. It's way more competitive uh, in that you know, your your audience has a lot more to choose from to start with. Uh, so you kind of have, to, I, I realized when people started asking me, when does it get easier? I started my podcast a few months ago. When, how do I, when does it stop being so hard? I realized that the answer was it doesn't get easier. It gets harder because your audience expects more and more each week if you provided them with uh, Boy George the week before, they want a guest of a similar standard the following week. And, you know that's just the way of it you you become a victim of what you've done before and um, I think that for me the process hasn't changed you do your research you get a good guess, and you settle in and have a good conversation but if anything it's it's just the uh the competitive it. I mean it's a it's a, a world where we're all consuming the content that we want on demand. So we tend not to sit through things anymore. If we don't like a movie on Netflix, turn it off. <laughs> Find something else. If I don't like it in the first ten minutes, people won't won't stay with you, will they?
2: Yeah, no. That's true. I think I think you're dead right. Now one of the interesting things that you're doing obviously to celebrate the three hundred episode of An Irishman Abroad, uh, I found it really interesting as well because we have listeners from ireland who who listen all over the world and every night we have a guy john over in virginia we have other people who listen in sh- chicago and we have a guy in juan he's not irish but he listens yeah. in brazil and there's a guy tando who listens in uh switzerland I think, yeah switzerland,
0: switzerland.
2: Yeah. So, and, and obviously australia as well as is, is a big one but you're running a competition that's a, um, I think it's a great idea but can you explain a little bit about what it exactly is
1: well basically uh my sponsor, currencyfair.com, the sponsor of the podcast, nearly since the word go, so they, like, they're a company that helped me move abroad and millions of other Irish people who've, uh, you know, been moving their money away from Ireland or getting the best exchange rates they can through them. And there's just a problem they identified that if you go to a bank, it takes ages or they give you some, you know, rubbish exchange rate. And similarly, they've identified a massive problem in that loads of Irish people want to move back. But it's prohibitively expensive. Uh, I had a fellow on the podcast recently who said he spent 50k moving from Sydney back to Ireland. That's, That's just ridiculous. moving a container of this stuff and getting his family set back up at home. And nobody has that money. I mean, very few people have that money. Uh, so... I don't know if the government or people are having the conversation about getting people home. But Currency Fair I said, "You know what? Whatever that situation is, we're going to help one person get back." So, thirty grand is a fund, uh, relocation fund that is on offer here. You go to currencyfair.com forward slash come home. You start an application. Tell your story whether it's through video, dance, sock puppets, or marionettes, whatever <laughs> creative way you want to do this, if your story moves the three judges, myself included, you will get 30 pounds in euros towards the cost of moving back, getting yourself set up accommodation, and expenses. It's absolutely unbelievable prize that someone is going to take away. So if you are listening around the world or you're at home now and no, Jesus, we'd love to get johnny home this is something you have to pass on to
2: johnny and let him know that you know, you're you're one pitch away from getting 30k not bad that's a all. pretty that's, cool that's price, insane because we've talked to a couple of people here on the show and the one thing there, they're all a lot of them say is that they would love to love to love to come home um it, but obviously cost is obviously a factor so just just again if they listen and missed the url or the website address to, to enter what is it again
1: It's currencyfair.com forward slash come home, and here's another little nice aspect to it, and probably the uh, game clincher for me on whether we were going to include this as part of the podcast, that for every entry, CurrencyFair are going to give 10 euros to Focus Ireland, because as we know, there's a whole other housing crisis going on in Ireland right now, and so anyone who enters can at least say, I'm helping there uh, by doing so.
2: Ah, that's brilliant. That's fair play to them and and fair play to yourself for setting it up. Um, As well, before I let you go, I do want to obviously remind people that you're going to be gigging tomorrow night in Dublin for Billy Anderson's gig, I believe? That's right. In
1: the Workman's Club tomorrow night, I think there's a couple of tickets left, Billy Anderson was one of the nicest, brightest uh, and funniest people I'd ever met. Never a bad word to say about anyone, and was tragically killed in an accident in Wexford. You probably saw it in the papers. And the comedians have banded together, Fred Cook, Neil Delamere, Chris Kent, and a, a bunch of other comedians. It'll be a packed night in the workman's tomorrow night, so do come on down. Sounds
0: like a brilliant night. Yeah, it'd
2: be great, Craig. Charlie, listen, thanks for popping on uh, again today. Reminder: where can people get your podcast and follow you online before we let you go?
1: Irishman Abroad and a new series called Irishman Abroad Coming Home that we're starting about the journeys of different Irish people coming home. And they're all available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Patreon, wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever we'll good, good podcasts. Are
0: sold. <laughs> Sounds good. And I was just going to say, you're giving people the chance to come home with 30 grand, which is amazing. And mm-hmm. uh, on room 104 last night, we gave listeners uh, the chance to win €2.90. €2.90.
2: I mean, this is That's literally life changing radio <laughs> here. Every penny counts. <laughs> it does. That could, I don't know. It's nearly the price of a coffee. It's almost. <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's a very small Americano in the cheapest shop that you can find. <laughs> Listen, Charlotte, Thanks Great a million time. for uh, popping on. We'll chat you again soon. All right, man?
1: Chat's Thanks, Connor. See you guys. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long